following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to SoaringEagleCasino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. We are back live across Michigan on the only show willing to tell like it is. We're all about huge opinions. Big name guest, Superfly Hayes, is our executive producer. Lions and the Chiefs are a little over 48 hours away. Soaring Eagle Tuesday means I'm going to remind you that you can watch a game with Herman Moore on Thursday night inside Michigan's go-to live sporting destination, destination, the Ascend Sportsbook and Nightclub. Inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant, Herman Moore having that watch party with the Lions and the Chiefs on Thursday night. Our Budweiser Folds of Honor. Limited edition cans, huge question of the day. I made the prediction at Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook earlier. Lions 38, Chiefs 35. You with me? You can comment on air on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Easiest way is at Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook. And also, you can opt in on the Huge text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com team in a few minutes on the latest coaches poll. Top 25, Michigan remains at number two. They do get a first place vote. Georgia, Michigan, Alabama, Ohio State, now Florida State, and Keon Coleman at number five. Speaking of Keon Coleman, I had this question. I said, you know what? We got David Gregory from Bull Rush Sports. He's a sports agent certified by the NFLPA and a lawyer. How did Florida State get Keon Coleman and Auburn get Peyton Thorne from Michigan State? Yes, I get the transfer portal, the one-time transfer. But is there a recruiting process? Are agents involved? How much money did Coleman get? What did Thorne get? Do you got to ask permission from the school you're taking players? And I said, you know what? I'm going to bring in a guy who knows about NIL, knows about intercollegiate athletics, and the next level in the NFL from Bull Rush Sports, David Gregory, will join us at the end of this hour. Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion. In about 60 minutes, his weekly podcast at TheWolverine.com, Chris Ballas on Michigan's first game. And what about game two against the mighty Rebels of UNLV? And Graham Couch, opinion maker for the Lansing State Journal. As Michigan State struck gold with their quarterback and offensive weapons. Are Spartan fans reading too much into one half of football against the chips of CMU? So we'll hear from Graham Couch coming up later. Also, Golf Channel just went on with live coverage of the Folds of Honor Collegiate 
Invitational. 18 teams on Michigan's West Coast at American Dunes Golf Club in Grand Haven. Michigan State is making a big run this afternoon. Play is free to get in. Free shuttle to the course. Just a two-minute shuttle. I do have the quick link for the free tickets up until 7 p.m. tonight. Tomorrow, I think 11 a.m. until 7 p.m. when they'll crown a champion. Go to Ad Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. I was looking at the leaderboard earlier. Michigan State was making a run, and August Mikoff was in the hunt for the individual title. Again, they still have the rest of today and tomorrow to go at beautiful American Dunes. And hey, those of you that haven't played there, it does cost a lot, upwards of 200 bucks around, but you can go walk the course. Feel the patriotism for free today until 7 and all day tomorrow. Now, before we get to Anthony Broom, I did want to update the leaderboard. From the Folds of Honor Collegian at American Dunes in Grand Haven on the west side of our state. Michigan State now is down 7. South Carolina at minus 5 as a team. Arizona minus 1. Michigan State in third place right now. At plus two, Arkansas and Little John Daly at plus five, Florida State plus 11, Memphis plus 12, Notre Dame plus 14, Indiana's dropped now to plus 18. Man, the wind is howling. I'm watching the Golf Channel coverage. I mean, it's blowing like crazy. Grand Valley State is plus 20 today, plus 33 as a team. They're in the 15th spot. You can follow the live scoring at americantunesgolfclub.com, and we'll talk more about that coming up in a few moments. Let's go to Tyler in Grand Rapids. You're on the Huge Show. Hey, Huge, man. How you doing today? I'm doing good, buddy. Hey, I'd like to do a little closest to competition with you with the score. You said 38-35. I say Kansas City 38-27, right? Okay. Whoever score, whoever scores closer, has to buy a round of nine of golf. A round of what? Golf? Yeah, man. You're so, bro. I love listening to your show, man. I, I never golf. golf. We never, we never do the show from golf courses. I'm never at golf courses. All right, I'm, <laughs> you, you'll be the only guy. You know what? Put them on hold, Superfly. Hold on one second, Tyler. You're listening in GR 961. I'll make the bet. Who's ever closer? We're not going to do live sports betting, but I'll make a friendly bet. Put them on hold, Superfly. Thank you. All right. Yeah, there you go. So yeah, we'll. Uh, did I hang up on him? That's why I, you know, Anthony Broom's getting anxious. He's a big-time rock star at TheWolverine.com. You hung up on him. Uh, Hank in Lake City listening on 93.7 FM, The Ticket, from Cadillac to Traverse City. You can hear that station. You're on the Huge Show. Hey, how you doing, Huge? Hey, Hank. How's life in Lake City? Oh, it's awesome. Sun is shining, 92 degrees, cutting up some chicken, getting ready to grill. But, hey, I don't think Kansas City's going to score 35 with Kelsey out. So what's the final score then? What's your huge prediction? Um, I'm going to think they're going to go get 28. I think Detroit's going to beat them, but I don't think they're going to be as potent as they think they are because, hey, two new wide receivers. Right. And and Kelsey's a little banged up right now. Hey, I'm, I'm with you, buddy, and the Lions are the best roster uh, going into a season I've ever seen. Anthony Broom, Wolverine.com, the Wolverine.com, Michigan Insider, have you been a lifelong Lions fan, Anthony? I have. Uh, and I was happy to wait there for a second. I got to sip on a little extra Lions Kool-Aid here on a Tuesday. Yeah, but I, you know, I've been on this theme 
uh, all summer where it's not the typical Kool-Aid, Anthony. I, I, I talked about depth. I went through it with Micro Mike, YouTuber, Lions follower, earlier on the show. Uh, you know, their weakest spot right now with J-Mo out is the depth at wide receiver. Yeah, uh, that's it's a bit of a concern. I mean, you, you need that guy. I mean, we know that they should be able to, um, they should be able to run the ball. They have a good offensive line, but you know, I I always get a little leery about those teams that can kind of cheat up uh, if you don't have someone that can can hit you over the top of a defense. So, uh, but hey, I I'm with you. I think that on paper, maybe maybe the best Lions team I've. You know, maybe not since I've been alive. Uh, I was around for some of those teams in the '90s, but uh, yeah, they're as they're as good and as, as deep as they have been. So I'm excited. I'm excited to see what they can do. All right, let's move on from the Lions. I'll get your prediction on that game when we're done. But right now, Michigan uh, coaches poll comes out. Uh, no surprise there. No change. They're number two. It is interesting now, and maybe it's the Twitterverse, social networks. Uh, so much info out there, but. If you're not playing four complete quarters, your fan base is going nuts. Yeah, and that's that's going to happen. Uh, you know, you look at that football game, and on paper, uh, a 36 point favorite, you win 30 to three, and and really the three is kind of an asterisk. Uh, East Carolina kicks a sad, one of the saddest field goals I've ever seen at the end of the game. Uh, but hey, get your points, get your 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 moment, whatever it is. Um, you know, when you look at Michigan, I mean, they had the snafu down on the goal line, uh, which is a bit of a, a bit of a trend in the last few games that they've played. Um, you know, they, they've started their opening drive on the two-yard line. They, and again, I'm not making excuses. I'm, I'm just saying, you know, there were a couple of things that led to that being probably a little bit closer on the scoreboard than what it actually looked like. You want to see your second team come in see that big of a drop-off, just in case there's an injury at some point somewhere throughout the year. Uh, but I think overall, the way I described it was was workmanlike. Um, you know, there's a little bit of juice missing just because the Harbaugh stuff that's going on. I think they did miss that fire and that killer in- instinct just a little bit on the sidelines on Saturday afternoon, but I, I don't need this team to look like, you know, gangbusters in, in September. We know it's going to build to something bigger as the year goes on, and everything that I saw from them that registers as you know a bit of a question mark, you know, like the run game, the offensive line, those are things that are going to get ironed out. I have no doubts about that at all. Uh, the pass rush was far better uh, than the the lack of the sack in that game would indicate. So, uh, special teams maybe a little bit of an adventure, maybe something that. Uh, people should should put down as, as something to be concerned about or something to keep an eye on. But overall, uh, I think about what I expected. What surprised you about the game and what disappointed you? If you had to go to both questions here with answers, what would they be? Uh, I think surprise me would probably be, uh, I thought the offensive line would be better. I think, you know, on paper coming into the season, obviously you have some new guys up front, Drake Nugent and, Miles Hinton come over from Stanford. They didn't really get a ton of action in the spring. So, uh, you know, the fact that there's, there's a bit of a lack of communication I see on film and, and that's something that should improve with time. And, um, uh, I just think that offensive line will wind up being fine. But the fact that, you know, they weren't, you know, they weren't able to run the ball, even though it was a bit of a, you know, they were loading the box and, and Hey, credit to Michigan's offense. You know, when a team is loading the box against you, you got to be able to throw the football, and they did that extremely well. Uh, we'll see how sustainable that is. 
East Carolina was, I believe, the nation's 128th ranked pass defense last season. Don't look a heck of a lot better coming into this year. But, um, yeah, like I said, I, I think disappointment-wise, you, you would have liked to see Donovan Edwards and Blake Corum uh, break off a few more big runs, uh, see them maybe light up the stat sheet a little bit more. But uh, I think at the end of the day, the fact that everyone comes out of that game mostly unscathed as it pertains to injuries is is my biggest takeaway. And from week one to week two, what are you expecting? What should the Michigan fans be expecting when it comes to a different set of head coaches and still no hardball? Well, I think that I think we're going to see the pass rush record um, a, a few sacks. I, mean, I was going to say a few more, but anything's more than zero. So I think we're going to see them rack up some of those sack numbers. I think they will run the ball better. Uh, there were people on social media saying that Blake Corum looks like he's lost a step. I just saw a guy that one was tentative. You know, there's some natural rust to knock off when you haven't been on the field in eight or nine months, and, and you know the contact was limited in camp. I, I have no doubts that Mike Hart will have him ready to go. Um, you know, there weren't as many wide open running lanes to, to get through either, due to some of those communication issues up front, due to the fact that, again, I mean ECU was was is, did what I think a lot of teams will try and do this year and. and not let Michigan beat them on the ground. So you have credit where credit's due there. But I do think that that run game uh, probably has a, a big day on Saturday and, and with both backs making a lot of plays. Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com, a Michigan insider, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Uh, when you look at the Big Ten for week one, uh, who is your most impressive team? Yeah, I mean, it's hard not to be impressed with what we saw at Penn State. I know that game was probably a little bit closer than people expected, but the hype around them, yeah, you know, their defense and what their offense has a chance to be, I think is legitimate. Uh, I, I think at least out of week one, everything, you know, week one is overreactions week. I think that if you're looking for someone that maybe is a little better positioned to be, you know, a, phys- a more physical challenge for Michigan in this Big Ten conference, I think it's Penn State. Uh, you know, I was surprised. I was surprised by the fact that Ohio State struggled the way it did at Indiana. Given um, again, I know they're breaking in a new quarterback, and, and there's some some things still to sort out there. But uh, their offensive line play was not good, and and that's something that again, I, again, it might be something like Michigan, where better communication, more reps together, gets it figured out. But you know, I, I think my biggest takeaway from the weekend is that the pecking order to me is still. Michigan sitting there at the top, uh, Penn State sitting there at number two, and then Ohio State has a lot of work to do. But what I saw on Saturday, that's a team that could lose two two or three games this year. I look at the first weekend in the Big Ten and for what it's worth, and with some decent opponents, others playing dog teams, I think Michigan's journey to an undefeated season, the only possible hiccup, I believe, sits there at Penn State. That's about the only team I watched, and I said – they got enough if their quarterback continues to mature and grow. It will be at Penn State, which is one of the most hostile environments in the Big Ten. I know Ballas said that would be uh, their only loss. I know I've said undefeated, but uh, that game right there kind of pulses at me after one week in the Big Ten. Yeah, and, and I saw that as a coin flip game coming into the year. So, I mean, I picked Michigan to go 12-0, and but certainly if they lose at Penn State, it's not going to be very surprising if it does happen. Uh, we saw it almost happen two years ago. Tough place to go play. And, you know, Penn State, to their credit, I mean, and again, it could be, you never know, it could be fool's gold. Um, you know, last year they had, I believe, the nation's 
uh, it was a top three or four run defense. They come into Michigan and get run on to the tune of 400-plus yards. So, uh, you know, Penn State's got to keep proving that, too. Uh, but certainly, you know, if Michigan goes to Penn State and drops the game, I mean, it's it just it's going to be interesting to see because those pecking order games start on October 21st when you look at, you know, uh, you know, Penn State coming to play at Ohio State and Michigan goes goes and plays at Michigan State and then it's kind of that's kind of where Big Ten season to me really kind of begins to to start getting an idea of where that pecking order is at. So we'll see what happens. Was impressed with Penn State. Always going to kind of be leery of them because the post you know Saquon Barkley years have been so up and down. But I think this is their best roster they've had since then. His name is Anthony Broom. He's an insider at the Wolverine.com, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee. Cast line, Michigan Week 2 against UNLV Saturday. And the Big House, you can follow everything University of Michigan Athletics at TheWolverine.com. Also, Anthony Clayton, I think Chris did a podcast last night. You got the Skeen Ballast podcast, all at TheWolverine.com. We'll hear Skeen on the radio in less than an hour. Anthony, appreciate the Wolverine update. Of course, Lions 35, Chiefs 31. Yeah, and I was just going to ask you that. There you go, Lions there. You know what? Everyone we talked to on air today has picked the Lions. Nobody has picked the Chiefs. They're going to unveil their Super Bowl win over the Eagles. Probably show a trophy like a Lombardi and their big rings. And the Lions are jumping on that bus to KCI with a W. Thank you, Anthony. Of course. Thank you, guys. Yeah, the confidence in the Lions. This isn't Kool-Aid. This is confidence. And it's real. Our Budweiser Folds of Honor limited edition cans. Huge question of the day. You could answer it. Are you with me on Lions 38, Chiefs 35? Some are saying I'm too high on the total. I'm giving the Chiefs. My, how things have changed in Michigan. You can join us at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Opted on that huge text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. Golf Channel has live coverage from Grand Haven American Dunes, the Folds of Honor Collegiate. Play will continue till around 7 p.m. tonight. Free to get in. Free shuttle to take you there. About two blocks away. Concessions, beverages sold on the course. I have that ticket and info at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Looking at the individual leaderboard, the last check, Austin McCullough and August Mikoff from Michigan State are only three back of Nick Matthews from NC State, who's at four under. They're at one under, and it's a howling wind. Crazy out there. Also, other Michigan State golfers, for those of you listening across the state, Drew Hackett for the Spartans is plus two on the tournament through 11. Bradley Smithson out of Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern's golf program. Now with Spartan, he's plus five, so he's been going back and forth between plus six and plus five. Grand Valley. The only D2 school in that prestigious Folds of Honor collegiate Manuel Q. Vargas is plus 10. Charles Cooley uh, is plus 10 from Grand Valley. Bryce Wheeler 
at plus 15. Those are some of the numbers. A team leaderboard, I think South Carolina was in control. They lead Arizona by four shots. Michigan State now is back eight. The wind is crazy. I'm talking 20, 25, 30 miles an hour, and a lot of that wind from the south and off of Lake Michigan is right in your face on those holes. Uh, leaderboard updates, you can follow AmericanDunesGolfClub.com. That is AmericanDunesGolfClub.com. Final day is tomorrow, and like I said, free to get in, free shuttle. Uh, they're selling beverages and concessions on the course. Go to at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook to get your free tickets. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. Friday, October 27th, TVs and Practical Jokers are up to their usual tricks. If you're not here, you are missing out. It's the Tenderloins at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Sal, James, and Brian for two shows and twice the last. 7 and 10 p.m. Tickets start at $59. On sale now at the box office and etix.com. Don't miss the Drive, 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 Drive Tour with the Tenderloins, October 27th. Party hard, laugh louder. Details at SoaringEagleCasino.com. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at RoastUmber.com. No one cares what you've been through. No one cares about your hopes, your dreams, your desire to make a difference in this world. Guess what? That isn't true. Law enforcement cares. That's why people join the force. Maybe they came from a world where those things are true. Maybe they didn't. But here's something they have in common. They do care. Maybe you should consider being around people who truly care about you. Visit michiganpolicechiefs.org and start the conversation. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. There are 13 folds that bring the American flag to the iconic shape of freedom. This summer, Folds of Honor and Budweiser celebrate 13 years of changing military and first responder lives together. Service never stops, and neither will we. So join me in raising a Budweiser to raise funds for Folds of Honor. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch, Budweiser, Lager Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Look for the Pure Michigan Mix Frozen Drink available at participating McDonald's across Michigan through September 10th. You could score some great prizes from Pure Michigan Coca-Cola and McDonald's. Look for that Pure Michigan Mix through September 10th at participating McDonald's. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
We are back live across Michigan. Tuesdays are presented by the incredible Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. They have our state's go-to live sporting destination, the Ascend Sportsbook at Nightclub. And during the football season, that place is rocking. And Thursday night with the Lions season opener, you can watch the game with Herman Moore, the former Lion, at the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. In Mount Pleasant, inside the Ascent Sportsbook and Nightclub. Let's go talk about the Lions and the Chiefs Thursday night, Arrowhead Stadium. Mike O'Hara, DetroitLions.com, is standing by on the Rose Tumber Coffee Guest Line. How you doing, my friend? Huge, doing just fine. Thanks for having me. All right, from a year ago to where we are now, where is this team better and where have they stepped back if there's any spot they have? Uh, let's start with where they step back. I don't think they're quite as strong at wide receiver right now. I don't think it's a, a, a necessarily a weak group, but I don't think they're I don't think they're as strong as they were at wide receiver. And it wasn't, you know, an all pro group, but you know, they had one very, very good receiver there and Amon Ross St. Brown and, and some really good complimentary receivers. But I think just, you know, the the thing with uh with uh, Williams, uh my God, I can't remember his first name now. J Mo? I'm sorry, J-Mo Williams. That's really kind of set them back because they were expecting him to be their, you know, their home run hitter, and it hasn't worked out that way for a variety of reasons. But, but I think when they're better, I think they're better up front on the, on the, the defensive line. I think they're better at linebacker, and I think they're better at at secondary. And for a team that needed a boost defensively, uh, even though they played well in the last ten games, uh, to have those three units uh, improve in one year, I think is is has really targeted. They really targeted what they considered a strength. Went after and did something about it. And now I think it's a pretty good unit. And Mike and Michael here, by the way, from DetroitLions.com, senior columnist, insider when it comes to the Lions and the NFL, joining us on the Roast Homer Coffee guest line. Yeah, I was breaking down during hour number one. Uh, every group, you know, from special teams to return, I, you go down the list, and there's two concerns I think with this team right now it would be wide receiver depth. And it would be, can the kicking game hit a big field goal and a long enough field goal to possibly win games? Yeah, I, I agree with you. I really do. I know Robbie Patterson had a, a good year and a part of the season a couple of years ago with the Detroit Lions. Ended up signing last year with the Jacksonville Jaguars. And if you just look at his stats, well, he played pretty well. I was I was surprised that they made him, you know, let him go and let, uh, or didn't, didn't re-sign him, put him out on the market and the Lions signed him. But Hasn't been as good, I, I don't think. Obviously, hasn't been as good to date. But you know, he's got a, a chance now. He can rectify that all by playing when it counts, and that's in the regular season. Heck, but the rest of special teams, huge. And I think you might you'd probably agree with me that that's been historically a good unit for the Detroit Lions. For whatever reasons, they've had head coaches who who really really like that unit, really paid a lot of attention to it, and hired good, good coordinators to coordinate the unit. And once again, with Dave Pitt as the coordinator and who else they have on, on, that, on that unit, it's once again, it's, it's a really good unit. Uh, who are you really curious to see in a Lions uniform for the first time on Thursday night against the Chiefs? Well, it's more than one, but if I had to think of think of one, probably Jameer, Jameer Williams, the running back, uh, signed you know, 12th overall in the first round. Uh, 
surprised to, to some people, a lot of people, myself a little bit too, not surprised that they took him. I thought he was a first-round player. I just didn't think he'd go 12th overall, and I thought they would go defensively with the first, you know, with their first pick, which was sixth before they traded up to, to get him. But I, I just think he's got a chance to be a special player. Now, when, when we say special, first thing we think about for a lot of us, and myself included, is you know Barry Sanders, Billy Sims, that type of special. That's that's the Hall of Fame of running backs, okay? But this kid is—he's got ability. He's got—he can catch the ball. He can—he can obviously line up at running back, but he can also, you know, he can do a lot of different things. And one of them is split wide and play wide receiver, just like a wide receiver. So I want to see him—you know—the first two or three, four times he gets his hands on the ball and see what they do with them. Because I think it, to use that again, I think it'd be something special. Yeah, I look at Gibbs and Montgomery and the tag team there and the upgrade on Williams and Swift from a year ago. They're set. They got insurance. If Goff misses a series or a play or even a game with Bridgewater and even Blau being a third teamer, I think that's pretty solid for a guy who started some games in the NFL. The O-line depth, uh, where are they at on that? The O-line is the O-line depth. I think it was was either – uh, Brad Holmes or Dan Campbell said it the other day in one of the one of their pressers that they have they go six deep on the offensive line. I mean, they have six quality starting caliber players, and I agree with that. I thought it might be seventh with with Matt Nelson. He hasn't he hasn't really taken that step forward just yet, but with the starting five and, and, and Graham Glasgow. Uh, available as either an, uh, either either as a center or a, or, a, or a guard, and they are really really strong. I was listening to something on one of the stations today. I think it was might have been it might have been the NFL Network. I forget. And they were talking about the Lions. They said they have the second best uh, second best offensive line in the National Football League. Well, that might be true, but I'd like to see who's better. I agree. Uh, like I said, man, they just can't afford. You know, you can't lose like St. Brown right now any of those first six games until you get uh, J-Mo back. I don't think you lose St. Brown as a go-to guy. Laporta, you know, no one's seen him. They're using him in different uh, situations. I know Ben Johnson's talked about using Gibbs in places people haven't seen, including during his time at Alabama and Georgia Tech. Can't wait for Thursday night. Lions at Kansas City. Full team coverage around the clock at DetroitLions.com. Michael O'Hara doesn't sleep. He stays up. He mans the website game weeks, especially kickoff game in the entire league uh, with the Lions. And, and one thing. Something huge. What? Yeah. The Detroit Lions are helping kick off the league. I mean, isn't that something? I know. Well, you know, now you're hearing Kelsey, hyperextended knee Adam Schefter, yep. confirm that if they don't have him, they in the last couple of years, no Schuster, no Hardman, no Tyreek Hill. Yeah, they got the greatest quarterback in the league in Mahomes. They got the best home field advantage in terms of the crowd. Uh, but, man, if Kelsey's not there, that's big for the line. And Chris Jones, who arguably is the best defensive lineman in the league. Well, they also have Andy Reid, who is best, the best play caller in football right now. And he usually finds a way to get around things. And I wouldn't be surprised if, if he does it again and makes it a game of it without, without Kelsey. Amen. You can follow everything, man. Uh, DetroitLions.com. Can't wait for it Thursday night. Michael, talk Friday. Look back on game one for the Lions. Sounds good. Look forward to it. All right, Michael Hara checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Roast Umber, a craft coffee. The beans come up from Central America, roasted in Grand Rapids, served up at stores and retail outlets all across the state. Uh, check for one close to you. Go to RoastUmber.com. Also, you can order it up for your home or business and even 
purchase at your local retailer or get it sent to your home or workplace. Uh, the Nitro Cold Brew in a can, no additives, no sugars, uh, just the ultimate uh, wake-up drink. Go to RoastUmber.com or look for it in your local stores. Up next, David Gregory from Bull Rush Sports. He's a certified NFL agent, also an expert when it comes to NIL. He is a lawyer by trade. Uh, he did get Jake Witt out of Northern Michigan University, drafted the only standalone NFL agent. He's kind of like Jerry Maguire of Michigan. Well, there's a question that popped up in my head when I watched Keon Coleman just tear it up against LSU on Sunday night, and I'm thinking, okay, how did it, you know, we're on hardball about NCAA violations. Who contacted Coleman? How did he end up at Florida State? How much was he paid to leave East Lansing? And the same thing for Peyton Thorne. David Gregory from Bull Rush Sports. He's a sports agent. He knows NIL and how it works. He'll join us next. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerckPerks.com, member FDIC. Bill Simonson here for my good friend, Josh Garvey. He is a managing partner at Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew, and they'll be stronger together. And did you know Bean Garter can help your business with outsourcing your payroll and other business needs? That can help ease tax filing and year-end reporting, compliance reporting, human resources management, time and attendance tracking, and more. Just go to beangarter.com to find out more how they can help your payroll system and make your workplace that much smoother. Go to beangarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-R.com. And they can help you with all your payroll needs. Like I mentioned, tax filing and year-end reporting, compliance reporting, human resources management, time and attendance tracking, and more. All your payroll needs can be handled by the team at Bean Garter. Find out more at BeanGarter.com. We played for the thrill. That rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Join the Purple Community and Van Andel Institute for the Pure Bar on the Blue Bridge experience on Wednesday night, September 6th at 7 p.m. All proceeds will benefit Van Andel Institute's biomedical research and education activities. Get more info at VAI.org. Fuel up for less with M-Perks. Earn points on your purchases when you shop at Meyer in-store and online. Then use your points to claim a fuel reward and save at the pump. Your dollar goes further at the pump with M-Perks. Plus, earn points for all qualifying purchases in the Meyer Express station. And keep a lookout for exclusive Meyer Express offers. Enter your M-Perks ID at checkout to earn. Exclusions apply. Not valid in Wisconsin. Max 30 gallons. Download the Meyer app to sign up or see Meyer.com to learn more. 
Show is back live across Michigan. 19 radio stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. You can also listen weekdays 3 until 6 online at thehugeshow.net. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show, and you can listen anywhere in the world where you get mobile service. So I'm watching the Florida State second half where they were amazing. Looked like a team that could win it all uh, when it's all said and done in January. But Keon Coleman was the game changer for the Seminoles against LSU, who was number five going into that game. They dropped now to number 14. Florida State has moved up to five. Michigan still at two. And I'm thinking, how did Michigan State let this guy go? Well, I asked around a couple people I know connected to Michigan State. Same thing with Peyton Thorne to Auburn, who had a great debut in the SEC. And it was about NIL money. So my first thought thinking about those two players, was how does this process begin? Who reaches out to who? How does money exchange hands? Are schools made aware of it? Is it done privately by the kids? So I said, you know what? I got the perfect guy. He's our legal and sports business insider when it comes to the draft, senior bowl, combine, you name it. David Gregory is a certified NFL agent. He also is with Bull Rush Sports. They focus on Michigan football players. He got Jake Witt out of Northern Michigan, drafted uh, this past April uh, by the Colts. And also he understands NIL and compensation at the college level. And David joins us here on the HUGE show across Michigan. Welcome back, my friend. Thanks a lot, HUGE. How are you doing today? Doing good. All right, so uh, in the NIL process, from a lawyer, from a certified agent, uh, how does this work? So when Keon Coleman, and, and we'll use Thorne and Coleman from Michigan State, when all of a sudden they announce that, hey, we love you in East Lansing, we love our coaches, our teammates, but we're leaving Coleman to Florida State, Thorne to Auburn, how does that process begin? Do schools reach out? Do individuals on behalf of schools reach out? Do agents reach out? Who contacted Coleman, or at least what the process was, and the same thing with Thorne to get this started where they eventually left? Well, Bill, uh, you know, schools can't directly reach out. That would be considered tampering, and although it does happen, it's generally not enforced heavily. But I do think coaches, from my experience and my understanding, is that coaches will then often contact an agent, a family member, a seven-on-seven coach, a junior college coach, some third party connected with the player, uh, and whether that player has expressed an interest to formally enter the portal or not, uh, it's generally the schools and collectives are often reaching out through a third party, so uh, there's a little bit of plausible deniability. Yeah, and, and in terms of money, uh, is that third party then making the NIL offer to the player, not the school, so that's how they avoid, quote, pay to play? Well, I think it's often, it's actually often, if I misspoke, Bill, I apologize, but it's often someone with the football program proper reaching out to a third party on behalf of the player. Uh, so, and then they have often coordinated with their collective, uh, formally or informally beforehand. So a lot of these players have hard offers even before they enter the portal, at least the very best 
prospects like like Keon Coleman. Yeah, so Coleman, who was fantastic, I tell you, you talk about NFL draft stock rising. Uh, Coleman against a top five athletic team, primetime TV. That guy just became one of the most coveted wide receivers in college football. I think that's exactly right, Bill. And, you know, he's probably playing better overall competition week in, week out uh, in the ACC to some extent. Um, and he will do nothing but continue to enhance his draft prospect. Uh, yeah, David Gregory, uh, Bull Rush Sports Agent. I, I want to jump back on Coleman and Thorne. So a third party is contacted, right? Uh, and yes. they reach out then to the player or player's family, correct? That's uh, generally how it works, or at least that's the common understanding mm. of how it's often working. And then under NIL, name, image, and likeness, is there any definition that says you have to endorse this product? You have to do these uh, TV commercials. They can use your face on a billboard. Is there any written definition of what NIL money needs to be used for to be deemed legal inside the NCAA? Well, there's really only a few different. There's really only some certain banned activities. There has to be some reasonable exchange of value, and you essentially can't endorse or use uh you can't endorse vice products like cannabis uh gambling interest uh um, alcohol things of that nature but that's that's essentially the only thing that's truly off limits as long as there's an exchange of value and it's not gambling pot or alcohol or pro or or you know adult industries let's say then it's pretty much free game and free free reign in terms of what subject matters can be endorsed and there's no limit on money that can be offered to a player via NIL. Am I correct on that? You're correct, but there has to be a reasonable exchange of value. But I think that's not being policed particularly well at this point. Uh, and with the lack of transparency and the lack of disclosure requirements, it's really even hard to tell. Hmm. Uh, I think it's almost impossible to police at this point. Yeah, so... Uh, a lack of uh, disclosure and enforcement, but uh, Harbaugh is sitting out three games over a cheeseburger that he didn't know whether or not he bought it for a recruit. Well, I think that's, uh, you know, the irony that is the modern NCAA. You know, I don't think they didn't really want this NIL uh, regime. It was really forced upon them. And the fact of the matter is they don't like it, number one. And number two, they don't have the uh, resources to police it, even if they wanted it. So as a sports agent, and David Gregory of Bull Rush Sports, Michigan-based agent, he targets uh, Michigan uh, athletes. Uh, does a parent come to you? If someone had interest in NIL or went to you and they wanted you to reach out to somebody or a third party reached out to them, who do you then contact at a school if that player, let's say at a D2 school, was ready to move up and play D1 in Michigan? Well, you probably you'd consider contacting a collective if there's one applicable, but probably the player personnel department or position coach uh, at that program for the player in question. You know, one thing that's really interesting, Bill, is teams have recruiting boards, and people are very familiar with that. But the reality is major programs have player personnel departments, and they are building portal boards, and they are using modern film tools from Pro Football Focus and Exos they're evaluating literally every potential player in FBS, and they're building portal boards and essentially determining a, a value before a player even enters the portal, before it's even possible that he might enter the portal. The reality is that it's, 
It's like the pro scouting department of an NFL team. That's what's happening at the FBS level right now. Yeah, with no rules, though. And I I believe that a school shouldn't be able to contact you until uh, you would enter the portal officially, and that means you're done at that school. But that will be a conversation for another time. I just want to get your thoughts with Coleman and Thorne making their debuts last week and how they really could have helped uh, Michigan State, especially Coleman. David Gregory, Bull Rush Sports. Uh, When it comes to something connected to an agent, NIL, uh, the draft, the combine, we turn to him, a Michigan-based certified uh, NFL agent and lawyer. Thank you, David. Take care of yourself, my man. Thank you, Hughes. Talk right. to you soon. Yeah, David Gregory. There you go. So no rules, no enforcement. But let's go after Harbaugh. I swear to God, if I wanted to pay the $250,000 FCC fine, I would give you the most unbelievable 20 seconds of radio, but I can't. If you do want to catch up on our podcast interviews, hours, or full shows, our podcasts are free. And we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Big. Bad. Huge.